Whoop, whoop, whoop. Hello, Lance. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. How are you? I'm always... fantastic. That always gets me. <laughs> yeah, right? Recording. Yeah. I'm Craig. <laughs> I'm Craig, and I'm recording you. I'm Craig, son of Crick, and I am recording your every confirmation. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my god. What gosh. is going on, you guys? Welcome back at it again with another episode of Pay the One MTG, and I'm one of your hosts, um, Sunny. And I'm Lance. Welcome back, everyone. I know we promised we were going to try and do this every week. However, life just got to the best of us. And you know how that happens. And you just got to take a break and you got to deal with what you have. And then now we're back. So exactly. We're trying to give you as much content as we can as possible. But of course, we you know we have other lives and other things to do. But anyway, besides the point, what are we talking about today, Lance? Uh, we are going to talk about a topic that I think needs to be brought up sometimes is how expensive magic gets. Not uh, mm. card prices, uh, especially when new sets roll out. And since we play Commander, how you know we budget our spending of magic cards when we build decks. It is definitely something that does need to be talked about. Um, I know everybody draws that thin line between you know, playing competitively and, of course, playing casually and janky for fun. Um, and that does kind of dabble into the prices of all of those, you know, expensive cards that we all love so much that we feel we need. But sometimes, sometimes you don't need them. Exactly. Um, you know, there's always uh, alternatives to these cards. And that's what makes Commander so great is because it is, it is the between stop between, like, Popper and like standard and everything like that so you can go as low as possible in your budget and you can go be baller as fuck playing your magic cards but you really really can yeah definitely you know it's just for me i'm i'm middle of the road i will try and find cards that are budget friendly you know something that's under five bucks i think is okay but once you get above five bucks it's kind of like oh Am I really going to spend like $20 on this one card? You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, no, it's funny. I feel the same. I feel kind of the same way, but a little different. I feel like once it passes the threshold of $10, I feel like uh, that's when it's like, okay, well, do I really want that card? Do I need that card? That's I'm, when the real question starts asking. I'm the cheap state. <laughs> you know what it is? I think it's because you're partying. No, I'm just oh, kidding. That's, yeah. that's horrible. <laughs> yeah. High poor. You can't afford and, these magic cards. <laughs> well, I mean, if you're looking into like mana crypts, then of course, like, come on, like that's that's. I even I was cheap when it came to that because I got lucky with that one and I pulled it out of um the mystery boosters. Yeah, and I remember yeah. I got I got a box of mystery boosters. I went to my LGS, waited until they opened. I bought two mystery booster boxes, and in the same box, I got Teferi's protection and um mana crypts and at the time i was still a little newbie to magic so when i got them i was like oh these are cool this sounds like a really good card and my buddy that was with me of course he was like like his eyes were so lit up like oh my god what the fuck and i'm sitting there like holding these two cards with like no sleeves <laughs> you know what i got in my mystery booster box uh, jack dilly shit i didn't get anything i got a bloom tender which is expensive. <laughs> it's an expensive mana dork. It's like $35, I think. Yeah. And now that, that was it. That was the most memorable thing out of my 
mystery booster box. Buy singles, everyone. That's <laughs> Seriously, buy singles. Like, don't, <laughs> you know, don't be craft. Just buy singles. Right. So, um, yep. so yeah. Um, you know, obviously, magic cards fluctuate with, with standard, mostly. And most recent standard sets will obviously have some of the most expensive magic cards you can play. That's because everyone's playing them currently. Um, but they also, you know, go up in value as sets come out and older sets get pushed out of the way. Those older magic cards become extremely valuable. And, you know, that's one, that's one thing that drives up the price of it. And so, you know, we always watch out for that because, you know, a card you could have that you've been holding on for some reason, you know, for like four or five years could be like worth, you know, twenty, thirty dollars at this point. No, um, seriously, my wife has a uh, what is it called? Uh, Renin Six. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Renin Six that she got from uh, I believe it was what Modern Horizons. Yeah, the first Modern Horizons. Yeah. Yeah, and now that thing is worth like one hundred and twenty dollars. It's it's yeah. crazy. Well, also Renin Six is a pretty good Planeswalker card, so that's <laughs> that's another reason why. But that's a great example. Like these cards can go up so quickly like Eureka I was uh, you know she was she was at like seven eight bucks at one point now she's up to twenty two dollars you know that's crazy and that's because it's getting driven by um, the new Kamigawa set that's coming up that's right new new sets of course always fluctuate that just like Lance pointed out um, that's why it's always good I, this is just my personal opinion I feel it's really good to save some of those cards that you might feel that are a little bit good a little bit of a power push just in case when new sets come out those are going to find a home whether it be in standard decks commander decks pioneer decks popper whatever they will find a home somehow some way and and like lance made a good point we play commander the main cards that are the most used in commander and this is obviously from mtgdex.net um the biggest one used obviously soul ring mac daddy of all fucking cards that thing has stayed at two dollars consistently because it's so good it's so good it's so good same with arcane signet arcane signet actually took a huge dive right after they came out with the uh the the throne of drain decks um yep. when they were first come out at first i don't know if you knew this but they were like 34 dollars. yeah because the, everyone thought it was you know the new the new soul ring everyone needed to put it in their commander decks which yeah. you know for it's a two to drop mana rock and you know it's pretty good i mean good. the best place to play your land play a soul ring and then play an arcane signet that In i've that done order. that i've done that before and it's awesome <laughs> it is and he's like immediately target number one which is like, yeah to me it seems unfair it's like it's just putting out mana rocks guys just let him yeah. play the game and the the joke is that you're gonna play that kind of combo first and you're gonna lose first and yeah <laughs> somehow so i say somehow most of the time whoever does that first does lose but that's because they're getting targeted that's very true yeah like our, our buddies that's literally what they do we can play uh fucking forest tap the forest for a soul ring tap the soul ring for a signet you know some something stupid like that and immediately you're target number one you have not even begun to do your combo not even called out your commander yet you are immediately target number one which honestly does not seem fair but I think we just have a toxic play group. 
That's another discussion. Yeah. Toxic play groups. <laughs> We're jumping <laughs> discussions. Yeah. Um, but yeah, first place Soul Ring, second place of the most top commander cards used is Arcane Signet, of course, and then third. Honestly, I can see this one. Lightning Greaves. Lightning Greaves has stayed at $8.99 for a while. I mean, you know, two mana, equipment, drop it, your give your whoever you need hex proof and pace. Mm-hmm. That's 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 good. You know. That's probably the most classic way to protect your commander, especially if your deck is commander focused, like you need mm-hmm. your commander to pull the jank. You know, that's it's such a good way to protect it. And so that's why I think it's consistent like that. Yeah, definitely. But of course, it always goes to show always this is I feel like it's very, very important. One, of course, check with your LGS, make sure that they do have these cards. Um, but online stores will always have these available and of course the prices were always going to be pretty good um i know for the store that we like to go to it's called power nine here in las vegas and uh when we do have the cards obviously we order from them but there are some times when the cards aren't as cheap as they would be online right. you know what i mean yeah, I so, get that. You know, yeah, like you want to buy a, a Demonic Tutor, and Demonic Tutor right now is running for $42. Mm-hmm. But the LGS, obviously, they need to make some money. It is a business, as it should be. They might be putting it up as like $46 or $50. Bucks. You know, I, I think I might as well just buy it online, and sometimes you get shipping for free anyway. So <laughs> that Right, because really you're spending that much to have it shipped over. So I hope exactly. they would give me free shipping. <laughs> I know, man. Sometimes you got to go like jump through hurdles just to get that free shipping. It's like, oh, man, do I really want to save $2? Yeah, I'm going to buy another $50 per, uh, purchase. Right. And speaking of demonic tutors, vampiric tutors, diabolic intents, all those cards that let you search your library for a card and put into your hand on top of your library, you know, classic tutors. Of course. Those are so expensive. And I get why. They are very powerful cards. And they allow you to find those combo pieces that you need. I, however, have the opinion that you don't need to run them all the time, or even at all, unless you're looking to find a way to close out a game real, real, real fast. You know, <laughs> when I play Commander, I'm always there for the long haul. <laughs> you know, I'm I'm expecting to be here in this game for at least thirty minutes, of unless some, unless someone can you know finish me off real quick, but. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, you <laughs> child. We're adults. I know. I'm, this, this is an adult podcast. I'm going to be 19 this year. <laughs> You're so full of shit. <laughs> they don't know yet. Yeah, they don't know. They don't know. Yeah. Bro, you know you're going to be a buff 14-year-old. <laughs> yeah, I'm 19. <laughs> With the voice of a 32-year-old. <laughs> right. <laughs> Yeah, I I age a little different. Um, Anyways, (laughs) tutors, you know, those are expensive. And we know why. You get to go look for a card, you put it into your hand, boom, you got a combo piece. You know, those are are just expensive in general. Demonic tutors are, what'd you say, 40 bucks, $42? Yeah, 42 bucks. Mystical tutor allows you to search up an instant sorcery. That's like $25. That's ridiculous. Yeah. It's just, they're expensive. 
Yeah, it all depends on what direction you want to take your deck. Obviously, if you're looking to put that power level up to that, maybe I want to say once you put in the tutors, I want to say that the power level is up to an eight, eight and above. Yeah, that's yeah, that sounds like a good number, right? Eight and above. That's when you start putting tutors in um, to look for, like Lance said, to look for those answers to close the game as fast as possible. Um, but I do have to agree with him. I don't feel that they are much needed. If you're looking to sit down and play a nice jank game of Commander with your friends to make it last at least 30 minutes to an hour, you don't need tutors. You just sit there, have some fun. Fuck, for the love of God, like, I don't know, play Pirates. I mean, no, actually, I can't say that. Pirates are my favorite thing. Like, play, like, something <laughs> janky. I don't know, play a pre-con. Like, you're there to have fun, you know? Saltiness, salt can be thrown. Don't be like our playgroup where just feels like everything is toxic all the fucking time you they feel like everybody feels like they have to be the big cock of the walk and win in turn three otherwise everybody's inferior like just have fun that's the point of the game if you want to be competitive play cdh i don't know exactly um <laughs> yeah that's you know those cards are meant for cdh you know they want to get commander games over quick as soon as possible and then have a win under the belt mm -hmm. <laughs> that's all it is you know seriously no yeah. i have to i have to agree man i, I really really do yeah. um honestly i feel i still feel and i know i'm probably going against this <laughs> but cards that have an excessive amount of value to them just like uh mana crypt Mm -hmm. or uh what's that other uh crypt monolith yeah like i i just don't feel that they're needed oh absolutely not you know it yes they are nice to have in a deck and it's nice to draw into that but you don't need that really i mean there was a there's a debate i saw earlier it was like soul ring or mana crypt they're basically the same thing if you think about it just mana crypt just damages you if you don't get the dice roll right yeah and then soul ring you know you pay one mana for a soul ring to get the same amount of mana to tap with a mana crypt mm -hmm. you know it it's like one of those things where it, there's always going to be another card out there yes it's going to be a little more expensive as far as like playing it with mana but you know it's it gets the job done yeah it's but you know especially in commander you know i your your decks are at least you know unless you budget right and you do everything your decks are going to be at least at least mine are i priced mine recently <laughs> oh shit. I, went, I just went through the cards real quick on um tcg player has this app where you just scan cards and they tell you like, hey, what's you know what's the upfront value right now of that? And for the most part, my decks are between like one fifty and like two fifty. Yeah, American dollars. <laughs> you know, not and in pounds, right? <laughs> no, not in pounds. And most of those <laughs> most of those cards I've had for a while. You know, unless I go and I need a card that I think will work in a deck, then I'll buy it. But if I don't, then I'm gonna find an alternative in one of my bulk you know, my bulk cards to slip in and, you know, it, it usually turns out okay. Yeah, absolutely. And this is definitely a good message for all the new people starting to play Commander. Don't rely on 
the tutors, the more expensive pricey cards, we promise you they are not needed. Like your collection will grow as you start to play. Even if you buy a pre-con, that itself has so much value for the $40 that you're buying it for. Mm -hmm. exactly. It's gonna be it's gonna be past the $40 mark, I promise you that. But if you're looking to upgrade it, you really don't need those excessive cards like the two like you mentioned, the tutors, the the high priced mana rocks, the high yeah. priced lands, the fetch lands, you know, you, you don't you don't really really need those. Yeah. Um your collection will grow over time and eventually you will receive those cards one way or another. But if you're looking to have a good time, you really don't need those. You really don't. I know like my most priciest deck has to be my um i think it's my equipment deck it's got every single legendary sword in it it's got all of uh the white tutors in it it's got Ooh, you know big, big baller over here yeah it's got my mana crypt in it it's got you know teferi's protection i haven't priced it out but i'm sure that it's expensive because i have all that shit in there um and again it's like it's i don't play it often because not to sound like cocky, but I know that it can pop off and it does what it has to do, but it's just not fun for everybody else. Yep. I think my most expensive deck, well, there's two. So I've only played this deck like a handful of times. It's it's my vampire, my black white vampire deck. And Oh, that's right. It's expensive because, you know, I have an exquisite blood in there and I have Alenda the Duskrose as my commander. And Exquisite Blood is like 40 something dollars already. Alenda's $30. And I'm running a lot of like high value vampires in there. Yeah. And yeah, so, you know, it's expensive. And second deck is almost the same price range as my, is Bruno. For some reason, like when I scanned those cards in, I was like, holy shit. How are these, some of these auras are like, you know, they add up when you have like five, six dollar auras. And you have like what ten of them in there? Yeah, <laughs> no, no, that's fifty bucks or, or yeah, yeah, it's fifty bucks or you know, it's something, <laughs> it's, it's something ridiculous. And I was like, I did not realize how expensive this one card was that you know I had, and you know it happens like that. Yeah, no, it's crazy. Like Dockside, do you remember when Dockside was like ten dollars? Yeah, don't remind me. <laughs> Dude, that, that thing is it's 84 dollars now man i know i hope that gets reprinted soon i know wizards please i know you're probably not listening to this but if you are somehow some way please reprint these yeah oh, god they will give us give us <laughs> something to look forward to <laughs> yeah yeah Damn. you know another like uh sunny touched it on this another thing that's expensive are lands lands are very expensive Especially when you start getting to dual color lands, um, even those triumphs that came out in uh, Ikoria, Ikoria, yeah, those are those are pricey right now. It's insane but to think how much pricey they were. And if you again, if you're new to Magic, if you're new to Commander, go ahead and search. Just Google search how much fetch lands were before Modern Horizons two. Yes. Fetch lands right now are at a all-time low, and if you want to pick them up, I suggest you pick them up right now. Yeah, because I feel like they are going to go up. Like again, you don't have to, but they are at an all-time low right now. Yeah. Like if you listen to like you know, uh, Bitcoin crap or cryptocurrency when they tell you to buy now, this is what we're telling you: buy fetch lands now because those things will go up. I can almost guarantee you. 
Yeah, exactly. Like Marsh Flats right now, it used to be, you know, like a $30, $40 card. Now it's down to $19.99 on Card Kingdom. It's insane. I think the best the best one is the blue and green. Or I'm sorry, blue and uh blue and red flat fetch line. I forget the name of it. Uh I think it's Misty Rainforest. Is it? Yeah. It's uh yeah, Misty Rainforest. I think it used to be like sixty bucks. Now no, uh, scalding, scalding Tarn. Oh yeah. Well, anyways, so, Misty Rain, Misty Rainforest is twenty nine ninety nine right now. Damn! I know it's it's pretty cheap for a fetch land. Uh, fetch lands are very popular in Commander. They, uh, you know, you pay one life, sacrifice the land, and you search your library for um, a land of that type. So yeah. if you have a scalding card. Scalding Tarn, uh, you search for an island or a mountain, you put that onto the battlefield untapped. It's pretty powerful. Um, I don't think fetch lands are all that great unless you're playing like a lands matter deck, a landfall deck, you know, anything like that. But if you're just, you know, a casual player, I don't think you you should be running fetch lands, especially if you're in two color a two color deck. You know, yeah. If you if you if you base your mana uh right and you're gonna draw into your colors but once you start playing three colors or four colors then i i see the need to have uh those fetch lands in there right then it's definitely important to have them in there just for the sake of the combo of the deck right but if you're playing two colors yeah you don't really need them <laughs> but even but even then i think like you can make do with a uh a prismatic vista even that's expensive Homie. Oh, you're right. It's twenty. It's twenty five dollars. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Prismatic vistas, fabled passages. You know the. Yeah. You know what? Yeah. Go ahead. There's this. There's this amazing called card card called Evolving Wilds. <laughs> He's right. He's right though. He's right. And of course, Myriad Landscape. That Myriad is also. Land. Yep. Terramorphic <laughs> Expanse. Terramorphic Expanse. <laughs> <laughs> oh god Especially if you guys if you guys didn't know what prismatic vista does it's just a, a it's a tap tap and crack land you pay one sacrifice it switch your library for a basic land card put it onto the battlefield tap itself for your deck that's it literally all <laughs> what was the other card you mentioned i'm sorry <laughs> evolving wilds evolving wilds that does literally the same thing and, yeah like yeah, it's the, the only drawback is you don't get to put it on the battlefield. But for most, you know, that doesn't matter because even if people are playing, you know, their Scalding Tarns and Misty Rainforest, you know, if you're a seasoned Magic player, you wait till the end yeah. step of the, you know, before your turn, and that's when yeah. you crack it. So, <laughs> great A plays, man. Yeah, great. you know. Great A plays. Those power moves. Yeah, we're just we're teaching people how to play magic one step at a time. Yeah, so you know, it kind of defeats the purpose <laughs> of like having it. I think yeah. you play it, you crack it, you get a land, and then you play something afterwards. You know, most people will play it on their you know, they'll play it and then they'll wait to crack it until before their turn gets there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you know it's just one of the, I think I don't think you need it that's just my opinion I'm gonna shut up now no you're right you're right I get you 
I like the yeah. I like the sound of that, Lance. You made up some pretty good points, and I like that very much. Yeah, thank you. I'm trying. <laughs> well, guys, that does wrap it up for today's episode. Um, again, definitely stick around. We are going to try to record a lot more episodes. Um, of course, we are sorry for the delay. We've just had a little bit of some downtime, unfortunately. But we are talking to some pretty cool guests. Hopefully, we can have them soon onto the show and uh, make a little appearance. Yeah, and when we have those guests, they have to be more professional. I mean, you can be you. I don't think that's an issue. I think the issue is you're so damn handsome. Thank you. I'm also 19 again. Yeah. Oh, well, hey, you're past 18. That's good. <laughs> yeah, I'm legal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, please go ahead and uh, follow our social media. Uh, pay the one MTV, MTG official, correct, for all, all across the board. Yes, sir. Yep. Uh, TikTok, Instagram, Twitter. We got to make Facebook now. Yeah, we'll make Facebook and YouTube soon. It's just a little bit, uh, a little harder. And just like we said in the last episode, um, we are trying to do Commander games as well. But, you know, that might be a little harder using Spell Table. But we are going to definitely do our best. Yep. But uh, thank you guys for listening. Uh, We really do appreciate it. Absolutely, you guys. See you next time. Later.